Welcome back to Bear With Me. Boston Bruins are now 19-3-0 through 24 games, and that puts them first in the Atlantic, first in the Eastern Conference, and first in the National Hockey League. I'm Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, what's going on, buddy? Hello. It's great to be back uh, immediately. I'm sure you can hear my voices off. I have been sick for the last couple of days. It won't stop me. We're still recording. Ooh, God damn it. Not slowing us down. I mean, I'm it did slow us down, actually. We were <laughs> yeah. supposed to record it, yesterday, but it will not continue to slow us down. No, I did actually think because I'm did you take a nap today? Uh, no, uh, I, I've oh. reached a point in my life where I can't nap because napping for me is just going to bed at 1 p.m. So, so, okay. So you just ignored my text for three hours. That's okay. Correct. Um, Correct. So uh, yeah, I did, I did think you were napping and I thought like, we're going to have to do this another day. There's no, no way. Fair. A quick tangent, uh, yeah. in my hometown, pulling a Robbie among mm-hmm. like a small set of people is understood to mean you took a nap for way longer than you expected or wanted to like, it's, like going, like taking a nap at like 4 PM and waking up at 9 PM is I pulled a Robbie because I used to do that all the time. Dude, there's a real dread that comes along with that wake up. I wake up and the sun is down. It's like my whole life is fucked up for the next 48 hours. One time I came home from school. I got home around 2.30 and I I went to take a nap and I woke up at four in the morning. (laughs) I slept for 13 hours by accident. Like lights on, fully clothed, like just like face down on my bed. My mom was like, yeah, I didn't wake you. I figured you needed it. I'm like, I, I guess the hell I, I did. Yes, I did. But no, no naps for me. Just was, uh, I'm enjoying the new God of War game. Uh, that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. Well, we got some catching up to do. Oh, we do. And we've been away for three games. It's too many. Uh, the Bees lost one of those games. How crazy <sighs> is that? Can you it, believe it? This team. Yeah. Uh, I It was so weird. I hated that game. They looked so bad. They got whooped. I'm like, is this what it's like to play the Bruins right now? I'm like, just like 60 minute getting your ass kicked. There was like and, a couple cool moments, but like for the most part, that was not a great game. And the Florida camera angle only makes it worse. It feels like you're watching a college game. It didn't even feel real. I don't want to talk about it. It didn't. Uh, it, every time it happens now, I think about, I think it was you made a comment being like, and you forget about it until the puck drops. And you're like, shit. And like, I know. And I we've talked about it, like how specifically how Florida has the worst fucking angle. But the moment that the camera first sets on the like puck drop, I'm like, oh no, like oh fuck. here we go, yeah. It, I mean, I haven't seen the camera at mullet. I think we talked about this the last time we talked about this. It's it's fairly low. I don't think it's that low though. It's wild that it's not as low. How is it not as low? I don't know. I I, don't know. I wish they would just record in wide angle too. Like why not? Sure, I top down. Like whenever they have replays and they're like, "Oh, it was cut off." I'm like, "Stop zooming in so much. Get a better camera and stay zoomed out, and then zoom in after the fact." This is coming from someone who's never touched a camera in their entire life. So. <laughs> the, is that showing? The cameras that they have, for the most part, are like insane. I know the lenses that they use. At the this is so nerdy. I don't know if anybody gives a shit about this. The lenses that they it. use for Nesson are like two hundred thousand dollars each. And that's just the lenses. That's not the camera. Yeah. So they do. Oh, my God. My cat is back. This is, We're off to he's a hot part, start, he's, everybody. He's, he's just part of the podcast at this point. He's our, our second or third co-host. He's our second host. And I'm number <laughs> three. Uh, the Panthers game. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. They lost. They lost. They looked like shit. It was in Florida. Who cares? Was that the uh, one I was texting you? I was like, it was like every 15 minutes. I'm like, Chuck got injured. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. Oh, he's it, injured again. It was like in three games, he had like four injuries, and none of which took him out for like any amount of time whatsoever. 
But yeah, he kept I don't know going. what he's doing down the tunnel, but it seems to be working. Who knows? But yeah, that 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 was not a not a great game. Like McAvoy himself had that really cool like one timer, and I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. And I think that yeah, that tied the game. Mm-hmm. But then Florida scored like three straight in the second, and then Pasa had a one timer, and that was it. That's all they got. Yeah, they got whooped. Yeah, the uh, moving right along because who, who cares? They lost a game. In- <laughs> uh, going for it, we will not discuss Bruins' losses. Nope, I, nor, I like that. Nor will we need to. Like, no, I don't. It's think not going to happen often enough to be an issue. It's not going to slow us down. I really don't think so. Uh, the Canes game. Now, I watched this at the House of Blues in Orlando. Uh, you sent me a text that was almost alarming. You were like, are there other House of Blues beyond Boston? The House of Blues is like a major chain. It's That's I like asking, no are there other Hard Rock cafes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole thing. There's a bunch. I genuinely had no idea. I don't leave the Northeast very often. Uh, I think five times in my life, I would say I've left the Northeast. Five times? Not a lot. Uh, yeah, no, not a lot. I've never... Alaska once. You went to uh, New Orleans I, once? I did, that's true. I did go to New Orleans. That was a really good time. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I I could probably count. It was probably half a dozen at the most times that I think I would left the Northeast. Very eventful well, and memorable times, but just... I'm a Boston boy. They got McDonald's other places too, dude. You should check it out. Now you're fucking with me. (laughs) I will show you, dude, one of these days. (laughs) Um, So I watched this game at the House of Blues in Orlando, which isn't just a music venue there. They have like a restaurant and bar too. And um, this was on at the same time as the USA England game. Uh, So the bar was pretty full of people that were there to see USA England. And she says, Sorry, I accidentally unmuted myself while I was coughing. <laughs> I'm fine. I was going to say, in. the beginning of that cough was very quiet. Yeah. Um, people were there to watch that game. And I, I asked when we were being sad, I was like, can we get somewhere where we can see the soccer game? And the hostess was like, I mean, every TV is going to be showing that game. So you're fine. And uh, as my dad sat down with me, the first thing he asked the bartender was like, can we put on the hockey game on the, the Bruins and Hurricanes? Can we put that on? I know we're in Central Florida, but can you put on Bruins, Hurricanes? And it just happened to be the game that was being broadcasted on NHL Network, which they happened to have. So it was like a big happenstance thing that I got to watch this game. I really figured this was going to be a catch-up later thing because I know, I'm with my dad. We're on vacation. I'm watching the World Cup. But... I got to split my attention. It was a zero-zero soccer game, so I got to really give my full attention to uh, to the Bruins Canes game, and I'm glad I did. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, I would say that's also benefited just being probably the only game on at that time. Like Black Friday matinee is like pretty exclusively the Bruins every year. Used to be Bruins Rangers. I don't know why it's not anymore, but like we talked about this, mm-hmm. uh, and then to the, the to the men's team game. So after that, I was at the game for this one. I was at the garden. You were in Qatar. I was. <laughs> that's why I'm so sick. It was. <laughs> I was on a plane for 14 hours. Uh, no, when I got out of the garden, it was like I, leaving. Pro- like I, I'll consider probably the best regular season game I've ever seen the Bruins play. And the incredible crowd for that game. I was so excited to go to Black Friday. I almost didn't go. I was trying to sell them, but like I was like, "Fuck it, I'll go." I think I even talked about this the last episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like, holy shit. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, how did the U.S. team go? They're like, oh, they tied 0-0. And I was like, all right. Like, it's, 
and people are like, no, it was a really exciting game. I'm like, I don't doubt it. Like, it's just funny the juxtaposition between the, this like really tight, close but exciting and scoring hockey game, and then like the biggest stage in the world for soccer. And it's like, yeah, they they tied. Nobody scored in the whole game. Like, All right, well, yeah, it wasn't wasn't super thrilling. I will say this about the Canes game though. My dad is on like the edge of his seat, like, come on, boys, like, uh, and he's like yelling and cheering and whatever. And I said to him, I was like, do you not think they're going to win this game? I know they're going to win this game. And when overtime started, like, my dad ordered another beer. He sat up, like, you know, on the edge of his seat. And I'm like, they're going to score in like a minute. And I'm just going to, and I'm going to give a golf clap. And and I'm going to go back to watching the soccer game. This game's over. Dad. Like, that's what they do. They, they win this game. Yeah, th- this is, I, I've been noticing that trend also for myself. Um to the point where it feels like I I don't know the last time I felt anxious about them winning the game because it's really, I mean, for the Florida game, even when they lost, like they lost, I wasn't yeah. like, Oh, they might lose. This is close. I'm like, they're losing. Like it's four to one. The Bruins have come back from that, but like not the way they were playing that game and not with how well Florida was playing. Like This is Florida's game. No. And then was- and the same thing with the Carolina game. It was like it was like a one goal game. And you're like, all right, well, it's not that big of a deal. Two goal game. Well, it's still early. And then you went nearly basically two full periods without them scoring. And even still, the vibes were like, yeah, no, it's oh, they're they're gonna take a little while for this one, but yeah. And then like that goal with 30 seconds to go in the second period was like huge. Like I think yeah. once that happened, we were like, all right, I, I do feel better now. I wasn't super worried, but I do feel better about this now. You know, that's a huge goal. That's a huge goal to uh, just to swing the momentum, obviously a late period goal, cut the lead, all that. Um, yeah, that and then and the that, pasta sorry. overtime goal. Is that pasta? Yeah, that, that was pasta. pasta. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, so that first one, in the second period Mm. that setup like i said after they scored it like if you don't score there then i'm worried like if you get that kind of opportunity when you're down by two at the end of the period you don't score then i'm like oh shit okay what's what's going on this one yeah that no that's a a great course to hang them up if that happened that's an okay to hang your hat moment and be like all right you know probably not our night then but no i mean yeah once i saw that and then just the way they came out in the third it was like okay yeah no they're coming back they're winning this game it was so funny to me because like when he went to go make the, try to make the save on the boss that first pasta goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry for the great goal. It's like he dropped his stick and kind of just like lunged with both hands at Krejci. yeah, just like no, like <laughs> like he's almost like putting him up to defend himself. It's like I have children. Like, stop, 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 stop. Yeah, and then like he 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 scored, and then he kind of like shrugged. Every time they shrug, I I feel like they're shrugging at the ref. But he mm-hmm. couldn't have been because, like, the only player near him was his own defenseman. It was just, I don't know, it was just kind of funny. They're like, oh, like, it's crazy all alone for the pasta pass. I'm like, no, that's going in. I'm so sorry to tell you yeah. that that will be a goal. But that was a great game. That was a good game. Uh, comeback, win, overtime win, all that. And and it's crazy that I'm saying it in that tone. Yeah, yeah, great game. They they won. They came from behind. They, they won in overtime. But, like, that's – I'm just spoiled now. I'm just like, yes, they win. That's what they do. Uh, I'm more I, concerned talking about this. Well, I'm, I'm not. Hold on, I'm not done. I got more to talk okay. about. Like, uh, I just, like. I'll, I'll give you some, my my perspective when I was at the game. So after that first Krejci goal, part of me was like Krejci hat trick. Krejci hat trick, perhaps. 
And then that second goal happened, and the one that was initially waved off. Yes. And when I tell you, in, again, I'll say in a regular season game, that is the loudest I've heard the Garden cheer, swiftly replaced by how the loudest I've ever heard the Garden boo. Like, that was yeah. like, yep, that's a goal. And then whenever it was like, wait, what the fuck's going on? They showed the replay for interference. Like, everybody was fucking screaming, like yelling. Not like, oh, but like yelling at the ice. Oh, my God. I like, would have been too. There, at one point, there was like a goal, goal, goal chant just going, which I've never heard before. Like, you hear the bullshit chants, but I've never heard just a goal chant. Like, like that no, before. that's a goal. Like, here, we'll do your job for you. That's and it a took goal. so fucking long why does it take so long they said it was toronto made the call it was toronto who made sure but like how does one guy not look at it once and go yeah it's a goal like i'm like literally immediately like yeah to recap it a little bit so pesci's kind of like they create felino's coming through the top of the crease but not in the crease like he's above it in front of it and pesci nudges him into it and like kind of just bristling contact with carolina's goaltender and then the goal goes in. Mrazek, right? Was it Mrazek? Uh, Kachetkov. Oh. And then immediately it gets waved off. Like, immediately. And go back and watch it. Nick is losing his fucking mind. Oh, like, yeah. As he Nick should is be. screaming at the ref. And it's just, like, clearly in just incomplete disbelief that he's calling that no goal. So, and then obviously they, like, eventually Toronto makes the call. Says it is a goal, which it should be. Game's tied. I'm like, there's two for Krejci. Hmm. hmm. The moment that goal happened, I'm like, this game's going overtime. Like this is absolutely going to be an overtime game. You just felt mm-hmm. it, and it was not for lack of chances or opportunities. Like the Bruins had a lot of really good chances that game. Like a couple breakaways. Like DeBrusque had that really good, like DeBrusque esque, like right to left around the goalie, trying to wrap it behind him. Almost mm-hmm. there was a lot going on. Uh, but yeah, but then overtime. What did it take? Like th- almost four minutes in overtime, and and then the. That postacle, like the second you saw it was going to Pasternak, you're like, here we go. Mm-hmm. Completely yeah, alone. Yeah. Like, literally, he, if go back and watch it, he's just sitting in the circle for like 15 seconds. Nobody's around him whatsoever. I'm like, guys, we don't change the game plan. It's the same thing every game. Like, just sacrifice one guy to take away Pasternak and your chances of winning go up by like 40%. Like, it's like nobody game plans. Like, yeah. no, no opponents just watch like a little bit of time. I don't get it because, like, I almost I want it to happen. I want it to get shut down so that like you can see how they react, see how they adapt, see how they change when <laughs> they get shut down. And nobody cares about shutting down the bread and butter. Everyone's like, yeah, no, I mean, we'll leave that guy alone. Uh, 88 fella. He, he he deserves a little bit of space. He, he can't keep doing it. He's kind what of is, mean. If you what get are the too chances? Close to him. He I talks like a lot. It. He it, does talk a lot. I've learned that. This pasta? Week. How much pasta talks is way more than I thought. I know he like he like gets on the ice and, specifically, or yeah, on the ice. I didn't. Oh yeah, though, like oh, what he talks. Oh, you're finishing your checks now. Yeah, or you're finishing checks now. Yeah, a lot of that. A lot of like, who do you think you are? Like, really, really uh, letting his voice be heard. I love it. I yeah. love how he still has this incredibly thick accent. Oh, it's like great. some players lose it eventually, like Bergeron being one of them. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Like he sounds like he's eating a spoonful of peanut butter all the time. I think the checks, dude. I think it's just like such a different language because like Krejci has it, you know, too, and he's been here for God knows how long. 
Nosik too. I don't know what it is about Nosik. Like I knew he was from Chechia, and like I you look at something about his face. I'm like, yeah, I don't think you have an accent. And then he talked I'm like, oh, you're clearly from Chechia. Like, yeah, I don't know. That line has also been fucking great too. They've been awesome. They've like been awesome. Everybody's clicking. Yeah, Jake's like, been clicking on the top mm-hmm. line too. Like, uh, and we can transition now into the lightning game. Say, but Taylor Hall has been clicking. My God, has he ever? Player, I mean, let's just spoil it. Player of the game. Oh, right? he was, yeah, first star. Yeah, like I, I deservingly so. Yeah, like that was like Taylor Hall. I think I would say that's his best game of the season. Yeah, I could his, be forgetting one in the beginning, but that felt like his best game. Like two I, goals, two big goals. Like it felt I can right. think of one, one or two other games where we've talked about him like being the face of the game, but I mean that one was so clearly like. And it's not like he, it was like a five point game or something. It was just like he dominated the entire time. He had scoring chances. He capitalized on scoring chances. He he dominated in every aspect of the game. That first goal comes like what, like a a minute, two minutes into the game. A minute seven. A minute and seven into the game tips a, a Carlo Rister. Um, first of all, when, when I saw it in real time, I always just assume tips are Jake. I don't know what that is. Hmm. If somebody, if if there's a tip in front, I'm like, oh, Jake got there. I don't know if that's rooted in truth in any way. That's so strange because, like, I just in no way associate tip goals with uh, Jake. I don't know what that is. Like I said, I, he might have I like one coil. in his whole career, but I think like coil I, a lot. Coil, coil, coil makes has sense. Very good hand eye. I don't Bergeron, know for whatever reason. I don't think of yeah. Hall as as putting himself there, but I mean. Beautiful effort to keep the stick down. Yep. Um, Perfect pass or shot pass yeah. from Carlo. Like that was clearly intended for a tip, but mm-hmm. that couldn't have been a better spot for him. And scoring that early against the Lightning just feels yeah, incredible. huge, huge. Especially because last game was tight and it was close. Like they always are with the Lightning. I mean, a three-one win with an empty netter is like not that. You know, you didn't really run away with it. Yeah, shots were twenty-eight, twenty-six, favoring Tampa. Now, you know who else got really excited about that goal? Who's Rob- that? Our good friend, Jack Edwards. He sure did. Jack was, th- this whole game, amped up. He, yeah, he was in one. Um, he's getting a lot of attention right now, too. Let's talk about it. Uh, so, uh, he just called Patrick Maroon fat. Like, that was kind of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, like, that's kind of it. Like, calling him out for his size. Immediately following up with, he was once three Stanley Cups in a row, so he's doing something right glowing resume and everyone who's ever played with them has nothing but great things to say. And he, yeah, we're, he, we're not going to talk about that part. Cause we're going to talk about him calling a guy whose name is fat, Pat fat. And he also ends it with saying like the, the three Stanley cup things. And then says, so who am I to judge? Right. Yeah, so let, let's, know. let's drop in the audio here. So Jack's getting a lot of hate for that, for like, like he didn't do anything. He just decided to go at him. And like you said, dude, he's been going by fat Pat. He calls himself fat Pat. 
Bobby Ryan tweeted like I've called him Fat Pat since he was seven years old. That's that that's who he is. I don't know. I it's like Jack gets national attention at all the wrong times for all the wrong moments. You know. Yeah. Like he does, he does do those things. He does just for no reason, just say stuff like that or just like criticize a player's morals sometimes, <laughs> like call them names. And you're like, whoa, Jack, Jesus. And that's always the stuff that goes viral. It's never him like praising a guy or like no, you know, bringing, sexy. A, yeah, bringing a cool piece of information to light or an interesting stat or the getting excited for other teams scoring, which he does like much to the dismay of some homers. He does do that. Yeah, I like it was the moment, the moment he wasn't even finished talking. I'm like, oh, no, like this is just uh, everyone's going to hop on this one. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, like I Jack does like like there are some games where like it does not everything's not flowing super well for him. Sure. Like, I don't know if you I don't know if you you probably could have heard it when you were watching the Carolina game. But yeah, when no, that, I didn't. that um, second great goal happened the one that was originally called off him and brick were talking about it like when it was being reviewed and brick was like yeah like you know you can tell by like the goaltenders like body language like they know when it's good or not and like and like nothing about his body language is saying that this shouldn't be a goal and then jack was like pointing out pesci pushing felino the crease he's like look at pesci's body language and that's like all right <laughs> oh, jack. <laughs> and it's like stuff like that there's just, i've been seeing a lot of comments people are like is he all right no, right? I hate that, like, dude. I saw some of that. I don't like that at all. I no? don't like no, I don't like because okay, what's the best case scenario in posting that? You're fucking right. Like to go on there and post like, man, he sounds off. Like, what I don't know. I don't want to like actually throw a diagnosis out there, but like, what if like worst case scenario, like something's up? What if there is something? And then like that Reddit poster, like the only thing they get to hang their hat on is like, see, I was right. I diagnosed this like serious issue that this guy might have like he's not distracting from the games jack sounds a little different he's also a little older he's been doing it for a long time and it's a tiring job he's 65 my dad is 64 my dad says some shit where i'm like what are you talking about what do you what do you mean i'm not saying he's he's out of his mind he's not 89 he doesn't need you know to, to be in a home but like I don't know. There's just some 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 people on there. It's like, oh well, this reminds me. You know, my uncle got diagnosed with this, and it sounds like this. It's like, bro, that you're not a doctor. That's just like that's like a human person. Maybe we don't like, I don't know, just speculate about the mental well being of somebody or like, I don't know. I don't think Jack's like drinking, which is like another theory that people are like is he drunk up there? One of the guys, one of those guys. I'm gonna call out right fucking now because I hate this fucker anyway for for one reason and one reason only, and I'll get to it. But it was always petty, and now I have an actual reason to dislike this guy, and I'm so happy. You know those guys that you're like, I don't know, maybe in like high school or whatever, you just like get a bad vibe from their face, and you're yeah. like, Ugh. and then you have like one little tiny thing that like they did that upset you, but you're like, you can't tell somebody, you can't be like. Oh no, Jake, that guy's a dick because uh one time he didn't hold the door for me. People would be like, eh, that's not really enough. And then you get the validating thing and they actually are an ass, and you're like, fuck yeah, that's the thing. Um, that happened to me with uh Frank Saravalli. Oh shit. Okay. I was like, there was so much buildup. I was like, where could this be going? Like, yeah, so in case you don't know, uh he's with uh, Daily Face Off, Bally Sports, uh, and he's also with uh the the um He's the president of the Professional Hockey Writers Association. Uh, somehow, now good the thing en- that good enemy to make for me. I mean, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 
the thing that he did that I didn't like a while ago was that the 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 Kraken were having their roster announcement and it was going to be live on television. And I go on Twitter and like three hours before this live television event, he has tweeted the entire Kraken's roster and just cucked the whole thing. And all of his replies that day were people being like, why would you do this? Like, this isn't breaking news. This is just like a movie spoiler. Like if you have it, like you're only flaunting your dick and saying like, Oh look, I figured it out. We don't care. Like, that's awesome. That's your, if you're journalistic and, integrity is is not outweighing your ego you got a huge problem because like you you have to show your chops anyway that that but that was the thing that wasn't enough that was him not holding the door for me the the thing that actually validated it is this tweet from today uh he quote tweeted the pat maroon jack edwards clip and he said and i quote a blowhard broadcaster fat shaming a professional athlete and three-time Stanley Cup champion. Pat Maroon doesn't deserve that. Go home, Jack. You actually sound drunk. All right. There's a lot there. Sorry, my phone is... My phone wanted to join in. Yeah, it just wanted to keep playing it. There's a lot to unpack in that. Yeah, like... It's just... You know, I, I... wasn't most of the comments just like him not being the weight that he claimed to be or just like, Oh, like I know they made pizza jokes, but like, I don't know. Like, it's yeah, just like, it, like it, that must've been preseason before he started having those pizzas. Definitely not two seventeen now. Haha. <laughs> but he's a three time cup champion. What do I know? Who am I to judge? Seems to be working for him. Like he's made comments like that before. Remember there was like one time they, somebody was, I think they fought Bufflin or they something, something about, I think it was Bufflin. And it was just like, yeah, like he's listed at 265, but like a train. So he was basically like, I know a guy who knows a guy. And he was like, his actual weight is nearly 300 pounds. And it's like that. I don't think that ever really got any actual attention. Maybe it was just so long ago. Nobody fucking remembers it. But yeah. And it's also like that could be attributed to like buff being like massive. Like him. I mean, also, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But the fact that like the Jack Edwards club ends with him being like, hey, look, guy's great, like won three cups in a row. That's no coincidence. Like everybody loves him. Like he wasn't like, fuck this guy. He's fat. He was like, oh, yeah, Maroon. He's a big guy, <laughs> but he's really good. Like, yeah. And the thing like, is, the, the clip that he quote tweeted included that soundbite. Like he says that in the clip that he tweeted. I don't know. Is that this? That's weirdly sensitive for the hockey community to me it, like it that's is. and it's do you like, think pat maroon gives a shit do you no. think pat maroon in any way whatsoever gives a fuck about this no he doesn't like if okay switch out pat maroon for phil castle does anybody bat an eye if he's like oh is that really his weight like you know this guy loves his hot dogs phil's packing on the pounds i think everybody goes haha yeah that is phil and i think just like the fact that like pat maroon isn't as uh, like widely uh, joked around about in that way that like it, it took people aback a little bit, but it's like, whoa, 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 no, wait, if you're in, if you're in the know, you're in the know. Like that's, that's, 
that's part of what we do here. Yeah, I don't know. It just it was like again, like as it happened to me, I'm like, oh, just a quick little funny Jack thing. And but then you know this is just gonna get fucking dragged out. So we have a whole conversation. Okay, so here's the question. Does Jack apologize for this? No. Is he pushed to apologize for it? No, I really do you not. You don't think somebody? No, absolutely not. The only time I think Jack ever had to apologize is when he compared someone to a terrorist, <laughs> which is a thing he did. Like yeah, that happened. He did. he did. He did. And like, sure, okay, yeah. Let's. Hey, I'm sorry, but like, no, not this. Like, just hey, you know, hate him, move on, whatever. You don't think like Nesson says like, hey, you're getting a lot of negative stuff. You gotta no. You gotta say something. Yeah, I don't think you so can't much. employ a man like Jack who is just as unpredictable as he is without knowing that something like this might happen. Yeah. And if it is going to be an issue, they'll, they'll take him off in the next year or something. But like, I don't, I don't think we're there yet. No, no. All right. Well, glad we talked about it. Yeah. That was, that was honestly like, that was like the biggest Bruins news of this week. It was so fucking stupid too. It's dumb. Like that's such a dumb fucking thing to make. It's th- that's mountains out of molehills. Like whatever. Yeah. Like, all right, let's let's get back to Taylor Hall, shall we? I would love to. Uh, he had an end-to-end rush early in the second. That is one of those rushes that didn't end in a goal, but my God, did it deserve to? He outmuscled Victor Hedman. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Was that the one? It was like he kind of like had his right arm out, kind of pushing him around. Yeah, like I was thinking, I'm like, it would have been nothing short of a miracle for you to score. Like if you're in a, like a, a one-on-one mm. and the other defenseman is Victor Hedman and then like you somehow beat him and then the goalie is Vasilevsky, I'm like, you're pro- almost certainly not going to score. Like you just can't. But like yeah. with all those things considered, like, boy, did he give himself a really fucking good chance. It's his one of those ones where you're like, Vasilevsky, just give it to him. Come on. This guy earned it. it. He earned it. Like his skating was so good. Like he, that was the fastest and most explosive, I think, that Hall has looked all season. He was and like he'll have he'll have just strong too, like boom boom. Yeah, and like you know, power forward Taylor Hall. Like you forget, like, oh shit, like he's got some muscle on him. Like he can really shove some people out of the way. But I mean, the physicality has been kind of up a little bit. Like with the Carolina game, it was like halfway through the game, the Bruins are just getting fucking crushed. And then it all the whole game against Carolina shifted with McAvoy's hit at center ice. Yep. That was that whole game yeah. right then. Like even on the garden felt it. Like they're like, oh, here we go. And from there they started hitting a lot more. And then I feel like that carried over into Tampa. They were a bit more physical. Um, like Pasta's hit, like right off the bench that led to that incredible chance. Yeah. Like again, perfect like little microcosm of that line too. <clears throat> Not even really lying, because that was kind of just Pasta and uh and Zaka. Yeah. But that hit when Krejci, Krejci picked up the, the Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did. Hit. And then yeah. he passed it up to Pasta over to Zaka, who again just oof, big, 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 big miss on a yeah. I mean, let's just that. let's just talk about it. Let's just stay on it. Cause that if you're not watching it right now, try to imagine how open that goal was. And whatever you're picturing. I promise you it was more open than that. I don't think there was any amount of that net covered by the goaltender. Like, truly, I don't think there was. It was a clean four by six. Just a clean, wide open. You know what? I actually have the screenshot here. I want to see if I can 
send it to you real quick. I don't know if I can share in the StreamYard chat. I'm going to try. I can't. Eh. Whatever. Oh, well. It, it is It is as wide open as it could possibly get, and it, it goes off the apron. That uh, Pass almost got it back in, too. He like, yeah. tried to it off Vasilevsky. There was a few moments. That was definitely the most glaring, but there was a few almost gold. That game could have ended 5-2, to 6-2. I'm sorry, five to one, six to one. Yeah. Like Debrus got a breakaway. There was that. Bergeron hit the post on that back end. That with that ridiculous feed from Jake Debrus, too. It was like in his skates and he was backhanding it like behind Dude. his back. Like, Do they not right look like they've been playing together for years? Jake Debrus looks like he somehow has the like playing ability of someone who's like 10 years older than he does, but with like the exuberance of someone his age. It's unreal. I mean, that that looked like a play that Bergey would make. It looked like Bergeron yeah. playing with Bergeron. That's like, a, honestly, yeah. Like picking up that rebound. And then not only does he, he releases it quick, he holds it for long enough to draw two defenders to him and then drops it directly behind him. And it's like there, it's like Bergeron's in his head because he gets the pass off his skates and boom, up to his backhand. That's another one that's like, it just deserves to go in. It just yeah. it, with that with all those things going right, it just it just yeah. And he 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 was looking at the rafters after that one too. And that was like one of those ones that like they won, so no one's really gonna remember it. But like those are the ones that like obviously you want it, but like had things gone different, you're like you can't get that fucking close and then lose the game like that. No. Uh, I'm seeing was Lindholm. A- Lindholm was the third star of this game. So I had a negative thing to say about Lindholm in Go this ahead. game. Okay. So first of all, Jeremy Swayman looking great. Side to side Look looks really unbelievable. Good. Yeah, the, the, really the pads look really, really quick. Yeah, which like coming back from a leg injury, you think that like that might be the last thing mm-hmm. to. Uh, also, shout out to Olmar for immediately coming back after being on for like one and a half games. Yeah, did it was did he even get hurt? Uh yeah, I think he like hyperextended something. It was his groin, right? <laughs> they said it looked like his groin when he was coming off the ice, but then it was listed as an upper body injury. Yeah, uh, I think it was Morning Brew. They were saying that it was like he had his right arm extended forward, and then Cliffy fell on him, and it kind of would have hyperextended it. Oh. Um, but right after, like when he was on the ice face down, he was like banging his right hand on the ice. So like, I don't oh. think he would be doing that if it was his right arm. Weird. Um, we, know, the garden was super confused. Swayman called him a Viking when they were asked about big Swedish Viking, big Swedish Viking. I think he's going to be just fine. And he was right. But shout out to Swayman. Swayman looked unbelievable. Uh, So there was a two on one middle of the third. Uh, Two on one in a one goal game. Which way? Uh, Coming Swayman's way. Bruins up one. Uh, Danger of a tying goal. And the two-on-one is uh, Braden Point and Corey Perry. Oh, okay. Who is on the Lightning. Yeah, I I forgot that even last game. Yeah. Got it again. And uh, Lindholm on the back check. On that two-on-one, Hampus Lindholm challenges the puck carrier, challenges Braden Point for literally no reason, gives up the cross-ice pass to Corey Perry, and I get that your puck carrier in that situation is Braden Point, not the guy that you want to like give a clean look to. 
but the hockey 101 textbook says you play the pass and the pass only there. That's what you do. And granted it, it worked, but only because of Swayman, only because you have an incredible goaltender back there. But Swayman and any goalie in that situation is going to have a better chance with Braden point one-on-one from that angle than he does moving side to side for a one-timer. And you could make the argument that like he had a back checker coming back that Noshik was getting back into the play and that maybe that's why he committed, but it was too early if that is what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, you can finish. I, I also get that a lot of the hockey one-on-one stuff doesn't, the peewee shit doesn't translate into the NHL. I understand that's like the best talent in the world. And like those things don't always translate, but that's one that I feel really, really strongly about the the play in the past on the two on one. That's just universal. And if I think if you had anybody other than Swayman in that net, that game is tied up. Yeah. I I'm like rewatching it as, as you're talking about it and it almost looks like, so Lindholm looks to his right <clears throat> and the only person coming up is Marshan. Now, Barshan is getting tied up by number 38. Well, Perry is like a good 10 feet away from him, closer to the net. And I don't know. There's something about the way he looks at it. It's like, uh, and then immediately plays the person with the puck. That makes it seem like he's like, oh, Marshan's on the back check. He's got this. He'll take away Perry. Which, like, I, that can't be right. Because, like, he's not it's at just all. too near. early. But you're right. Yeah, Honestly, I didn't early. even notice that until you pointed it out. But, like, yeah. Like, I mean, I did not play hockey. But, like, as much as, like, I understand breaking up a two-on-one is, like, a clean two on one, like take away the pass, force the shooter to shoot. And yeah, like, it should it. be the defenseman's taking out the pass and the goalie is o- almost overplaying a shot. Yeah. You, then, you, you should make your goalie confident. Hey, there's no chance this puck comes over here. So you yeah. get, you get a half angle shot one on one. That's what you're going to get. And like I said, that there's a lot of things that don't translate. There's a lot of things that, you know, are peewee, tried and true and when you get to the nhl it doesn't work like that you can't you know run your breakout the same way you did in squirts but that's one that i just feel so strongly about and is played that way so often and hampus does kind of place like sloppy straight up defense sometimes yeah so it's just it's just a, a, a pretty clear example where i was like hampus like that's what are you what are we doing here? Like that was a little free form. That was not by the book. And I didn't I didn't love it. And it really did almost give up the tying goal. That could have been that could have been a huge moment. Yeah, I I I've been thinking that like since Chuck came back, he's been at best a little quiet. Mm. Um I, he's had a couple plays where like he very strongly factored in on the goal, but didn't get the assist. Like tonight, mm. for example. Um, so it was <laughs> like it was it the the second goal. Yeah, the second the second goal. So like three minutes. He didn't get the period. assist on that. The one no, he didn't. No, it, no, it's so confusing. I had to watch it in slow motion. I'll, I'll try and explain what happened. <clears throat> so, so the pass comes to Lindholm all by his lonesome in the high slot. Which how many fucking times in the last like five games has that happened? It's like pass off the boards. Like oh shit, there's a Bruins defenseman just completely by themselves in the high slot. Usually Chuck. Usually mm-hmm. a goal. So the moment, the moment it touched Lynn Holmes' uh, stick, I'm like, shoot that. Shoot that right fucking now. Or like slap bomb, like whatever you got to do. Because the Bruins are bringing the slap shots back. I don't know if you've noticed that, but they really are. They're back. I love it. 
That's the honestly, I think Greer had a really good chance. It's like if you're like coming up the boards and it's like you're not gonna beat him with a wrist or fuck it. Like just like lay in on, like see what you can do with it. But yeah, so it gets the in home, and the moment he doesn't pass it, or the moment he doesn't shoot it, I was like, fuck. And then it goes to Foligno, and then like he doesn't, and he goes behind the net, and I'm like, all right, well, that chance is gone. Mm-hmm. And then like before he can even go around the net at all, he passes it right back up into the slot. Mm-hmm. So you would think Lynn home Flino and then to Taylor Hall. Incorrect. So it went Lynn home to Flino, and as Flino passed it up front, it went off Zaka. Ah. So Zaka got the primary assist on that. That's Zaka so to funny. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall one times it was just like a snapshot mm. right into the net. Dude, Hall was playing the point on that too. That was on the power play. That's the second power play unit. And I think better than the first right now. Better than the first right now. The right, second yeah, unit looks yeah. good. They and look really good. Nick him hit the like, button. Hit the button, Nick Felino. <laughs> Taylor Hall, like gently floating into the slot, just un uninterrupted, un, almost unnoticed. Just like like seeing Fliggy take that wide angle around the net, being like, mm, wait, I've seen him do this before. Like, I think I should make myself available in the slot right now. He's on my forehand side and just to his tape off Zaka, I guess, apparently, but just beautiful. Taylor Hall is so smart. He's just so he's smart and strong and quick and beautiful and, and handsome. Yeah. Honestly, he's coming on next week. Hell yeah. Uh, In that, if you look at the play, it's like all four lightning players are either in the crease or within like two feet of the crease. (laughs) That's so when the pass came to Taylor Hall, it's like Hall could have shot it or he could have passed to his right to Krejci or could he pass it to his left to, I think it was Carlo or I'm sorry, Lindholm. Yeah. It's like at that point, it's like you've been put in a blender. It's a little too late. Yeah. It's over. It's over. I loved it. Uh, Marshy gets the empty netter. He looks so mad about it. Everybody doesn't want it. Nobody that's what I tweeted it, and I was just like, it's something about this team that like no one ever wants, because it's not that they don't want it, they want to mm-hmm. give it away. They want someone else on the ice to get it. There must and, be a thing, right? <laughs> there must be a thing. Like, in the locker room, they're dis- discussing it, they're like, there's got to be a do thing. Do not be selfish with empty netters. Like, no, I think it's like a, there's got to be like a raz that comes with getting the empty netter, you know? Yeah, they have to clean the locker room. Yeah, it's something like, there's got to be a thing where like, <clears> oh, like, like you got I don't know. Someone buys. I, I wouldn't believe that only dinner. because Marshan was upset he couldn't give the goal to Bergeron, and he would never do that to Bergeron, even in jest. Yeah, that's, true. that's true. But like he was like, I mean, Bergeron like could have made a play, but it would have been through two players. Yeah. So at that point, you I don't know. I, I've been conditioned when someone has I don't even like think shoot shoot shoot. I'm like, oh, who can this go to? Like yeah. who else is on the ice? <laughs> I was, honestly was looking for Hall. Hall uh, kind of had a shot. Like I think he was like near the blue line. Mm-hmm. with an empty net i'm like dude be a little selfish like it's fine like just like take a fucking wrister like lindholm's been scoring 190 feet away like give it a shot like the only guy it, it's worth mentioning the only guy who does take it is Pasternak. pasta will take it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't Pasternak. give a shit yeah and the like, thing is like they'll pass yeah. it six times and he'll get it and be like sorry he, like, he has the body language dick off to get <laughs> a chance like <laughs> yeah he'll punch you in the mouth like, out, yeah. but he but while he's doing it he also has a body language that says like Sorry, guys. I'm I'm taking, I'm taking it. it. I seems like you guys don't want it. So I only have three forward. goals in my last four games. I gotta kind of hop in on this. Yeah, I'm gonna catch up to Connor. Might be. I don't think anybody's uh, going to. So the boys advance to 13 and 0 at home, just raising the record. Uh, 
great. Uh, well, yeah, we did mention that because that was while we were gone. Uh, they've now set and reset uh, the NHL record uh, for home winning streak to start a season. How? How? 13 and 0. 13. 13 of them. 13. Let me ask you this. How is 19 and 3 not the best start? To <laughs> it's how is that yeah, not there's some stats it's like oh well, the the devils just set a record for most wins in november and i'm like guys the like devils yeah well they won what do they go like 13 and 1 or 14 and 1 in november <laughs> or something like that they're nuts I they're mean, tied who, with the bruins in the standings right now like again we keep talking about this like there's just something like you're 13 and 0 at home you're 19 and 3 and you're not even in first i think they are in first place because they have less losses but they have a plus 40 goal difference. The best. Uh, did you see LA scored? Find... Eight, did you see LA scored eight goals last night? No. Guess what? What? They lost. What? Seattle scored nine goals. The game ended <gasps> nine to eight. Wow. There was six different game Go tying hockey. goals. Go hockey. <laughs> I love that. I'm kind of cool. The Kraken are on one right now. They're six in a row. They're 14, 5, and 3. Like, that's fucking good. Like, that's real good. I like it. I, I'm glad they sucked their first year, and I'm ready for them to be good now. Because we don't play them very often, so I don't really care. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find... I thought I muted it. I'm sorry. You're good. Okay, so the 2012-2013 Blackhawks started 20-0-3. But I think that's the best one. Are they one game away from tying? What at home? No, just in general. What do you mean? Just the best start for an NHL team. Uh I don't know. I, I truly don't know. I do not know. The okay. Uh through 30 games, the best start. San Jose Sharks, 52 points. So that's 26 wins in 30 games. I was looking up like the best seasons because the Bruins are on pace for what is it, 150 something points right now? <clears throat> yeah. Um, it was like Montreal a long time ago had like 132 points. They had like 60 wins and 12 ties, which is like, all right. They, they were 68 and 12. I mean, that was, yeah. I mean, the thing is, when you go back far enough in any professional sport, it's like, okay, there were six teams. And one of them had the money. And you know? it was Montreal, too. And it was like, Montreal. How many fucking cups did they win? Like, holy shit. Like, yeah. I mean, it's the Yankees. It's the Yankees. It's yeah, the no, they are the Yankees of the, the NHL. Yeah, it's, it's like you go back far. It's like, okay, there was like one prestigious team. Everyone played there. Yeah. Uh, and they beat the other five teams. I'm going to just look up Bruins record. Well, it's kind of hard to do. Bruins record set. I mean, they've got to be coming close. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. There, I don't there was know like one, I think it was in the eighties. There was one time that that was like the best Bruins record, and then one of the best ones was 20s. 2013, 2013, 2014, or 2012, yeah. 2013. The one that they had one hundred and seventeen points that year, and then the, well, they've had one hundred and nineteen before also. That I think like one twenty was like the highest they've ever had. Yeah, they're the one more than seeing. on pace to beat that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're they're on pace to break like NHL and all of the records, all of them, truly which, all of them. I don't, I don't want them to have 140 points. I don't. I, I'm kind of surprised they're still first in goals for. Not, yeah, in like goals per game. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they, they did like, settle down a little bit. Yeah, it was like three goals, three goals, two goals. I mean, five before that. But, like, yeah, they got 3.95 right now. Dropped out. They were, like, at 4.2 something before. But second best power play, over 30%. Colorado's power play is at, like, 34%. It's like, guys, can you not? But, and they have the second best penalty kill. And they're, Jack was throwing out some stats about, like, how they're, like, they've taken the six most penalties in the league. And they have the second best kill percentage, which is pretty That's wild. Crazy. That is crazy. Um, do you want to get into the thing that I brought up before the show? Uh, remind me because I forget what it was. Uh, if we're done talking about the games, there's something else I wanted to bring up that I think we should start doing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. I don't know why we don't talk about Behind the B. I'm really grateful it exists. Like what a what a cool That's, supplement! Like what uh, this it's so well done. Like what other team has that? I mean, a lot of them. But Do they? Yeah, oh yeah, it's not uncommon. I did not know that. I think the Bruins kind of got in on it early ish because mm. this is what season like eight. They've no been doing idea. it for a bit. Yeah, I mean, it's just a reality show behind the team. Players yeah. mic'd up, like cameras the, in the locker room. Coolest rooms. intro ever, too. Boom, I boom, love that boom, intro song. Boom boom. 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 It used to be my like when you called me that would that would start playing. That's pretty cool. It sounds awesome, and like the, like the force three D of like the guys, like the black and white is awesome. It's a great, great, great intro. A great show, great show. We should really be talking about it on this show. I don't watch it as much as I should, and I want honestly, I want to do this so that I watch it because there are times That's I fair. see it and I'm like, oh, I should be watching that. Like I would really enjoy that, and I I don't know why I I don't like make it a priority. Yeah, and now I'm going to. Uh, you did you watch this one? I've watched them. I think you said you have notes on them. Like I watched yeah. four and five, <clears throat> and one, two, and three. So yeah. I can definitely I can talk about them as we go along. But I'll all let right. you take the lead. Uh, first of all, this is my first glimpse. Maybe my first. I don't know if that's true of uh seeing Monty in the locker room talking to guys. What a guy! What a right? leader! What a, he's yeah. concise. He's clear. He's motivational. Like. He he. It seems like he comes in the locker room. He breaks down what's not working, why it needs to work, how to fix it, and then is immediately like, "Hey, we're doing our thing. Let's keep doing. It. Let's keep doing it. Like keep the vibes high. Keep having fun. Keep things up. Like we're like never lets the room fall. He he talks just like with such pizzazz and energy and life. And like people cheer when he's done talking. Like he's keeping it. It feels like when things are clicking, his job is just like, hey. Keep everybody keep everybody happy right now. And I, if that's his whole job, he's doing a great job of it. I also feel like it's got to be great coaching a team which probably has the best internal leadership also. Because I, I think like a, my takeaway from seeing him in the locker room a lot of the time is um, he kind of talks with this energy. And I mean this in a good way. Where like it feels like everything he's saying, he just is tucking his head around the corner and being like, Oh, hey, just like kind of work on these things. You guys got it. And then like leaves almost. It's just like he's like, You got it. Like it's you, you I'm here to nudge. He's not yeah. very overbearing. Like it n- doesn't really need to be. No. Uh, I mean, he is the over bear. Don't all right. I okay. The mo anytime I say the word bear now, I'm like, all right. My the part the subconscious is like working on something. Like, yeah. <laughs> Just a really frustrated. Bear with me. The desk. Bear with us. But I, I, I'm a big fan of Monty. Like, yeah. I mean, it's so easy to say, 
in a season when they're doing this well, especially in his first season. I mean, he's got to fucking win the Jack Adams, right? Like, he must. He must. Like, this is is this his first full time coaching position? Period. Or just the, since he came back? It was with Dallas. No, it was with Dallas. Yeah, was yeah, he the head coach? He, I, I don't. I didn't think. I he think was. he was. And then he left, and or and then he was in St. Louis as an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. And then he left, and then this is him coming back. So for him to come back and not only just do well, but to like shatter records, I'm like, it's fu- it's got to be him, right? Like, yeah. The, there was uh, there was a moment. This is a verbal meme. Oh, okay, okay. There's a a, a moment in this episode that I'm definitely going to cut up and put on the Bear with Me Twitter. Uh, and and cut these things together so the the boys made a trip to uh or on the trip to buffalo they they signed a jersey for kevin pollock he's a referee uh he was refereeing his 1500th nhl game uh so the guys all signed a jersey for him and bergeron unsurprisingly is the one to go and give him the jersey and you know take a picture with him and and congratulate him and all that and bergeron's like i just want to say uh you know congratulations it's uh you know quite the quite the achievement and Pollock goes, yeah, I know. I mean, it's just uh, thank you. It's just, it's an honor to <laughs> it's an honor to share the ice to share the ice with you guys. And Bergeron goes, well, thank you for all you've done over the years, and uh, all you've all you've done for us. And Bergeron goes, uh, or and Pollock goes, I mean, yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's an honor and they have this thank off. It's a Canadian standoff. Like, and it's... then they stop. They take the picture and it ends. And Bergeron goes, hey. Thank you. And Kevin Pollock goes, no, no, thank you. Seriously. First run goes, it's an honor. It's like they keep going. It reminds me of the, um, <laughs> do you know the always sunny scene that, that I'm talking about where um, Uncle Jack comes in and meets the lawyer and he's like, hi, I'm Jack Kelly. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> he's like, the I'm pleasure is all mine. The pleasure is mine. mine. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> pleasure is all yeah. mine. Yeah, it was so good. I want to, I want to like put it up there with a counter of like how many times did they thank each other and how many times did they say like it's an honor, the pleasure's all mine. It's so good. Jersey's so like soft spoken too. Like I love <laughs> behind the B because you get a lot of just that and behind the B. But anytime where like he's like aggressively singing and dancing to Taylor Swift or just like doing anything kind of boisterous i'm like oh look at him go like look at dad celebrate there like, he is it's, it's so fun like because i don't know it's like martian has the bigger personality between the two of them but like it, it's so great when you get to see it shine a bit more yeah he's like the more responsible big brother it's like yeah but he's still yeah. fun it's the same family it's the same it's family. like yeah so if you pick on life. one of them you're picking on both Mm-hmm. And like it's you can't both of them are all like you can't you don't you don't want to go after Bergeron because you don't want to go after Bergeron. No, you don't want to go after Marshan because he's just gonna make fun of you and your whole family for the rest of your life. And then Bergeron's still gonna come in and kick your ass. Like uh mo- I got morally morally kick your ass. Yeah, you know how that is. <laughs> uh I got you, a bunch you would of- say I'm really disappointed in you, and then you have to rethink that, your whole life. I, that would that is actually like morally kicking your ass. Yeah. Hey, I'm just let down. I thought you were better than this. That's all. Do you want some money? Uh, yes. I'm. Just, I have a couple of uh, bullet points. I'm just gonna fly through them. Yeah, here go for it. Uh, there's like one or two worth talking about, but I think some of them are just worth flying through. Uh, when the bees were home against Vancouver, they came out in the Pooh Bears for the warmups. Realized <laughs> the Canucks were in white 
And then the bees went back into the locker room and changed into their blacks. Yes. Uh, that seems backwards. That seems do, like they do you think be- I, I was thinking, do you travel with all of your jerseys or do you just bring your travel jerseys? That might be it. I mean, I well, figured that had to be the reason. Be like, well, one of you is home and has all of your jerseys available. We're we are literally on the other side of the continent. Like, so yeah, fair. It's kind of up to you. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like you travel with them all, but maybe I'm wrong. That that's actually a pretty good idea. Uh the Greer fight was uh documented in this game. Uh McAvoy uh was back at the bench with I don't know who he was talking to, uh, but but Chucky was mic'd up and he said like they were just talking about the fight, and he goes, Yeah, he flips the switch. Yeah, he's heavy up top. And I got a good giggle out of that. I'm definitely going to be saying that about AJ Greer from now on. He's heavy up top. I love that. It's very busty. Uh, he's yeah. It sounds like what he yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, Poster not calling plays to Chucky before the faceoff, and then they happen exactly, and they score. Yes, but Chuck comes over and apologizes to Pasta and is like, "I I should have got it more in your wheelhouse. I was trying like I was trying to." Was like, oh yeah, I got to get that in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, you guys scored. You guys are fine. And then in the handshake line after the game, he brings it up again. And he's like, hey, a second earlier, you would have got that. Sorry about that. Again. again, they're just so normalized to winning that this is the stuff they need to worry about now. Like, it's, it's like, yeah, you got to be you got to be upset me. about something. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of your only option. Yeah, that's my that's my bad. You guys, uh, the big the biggest talk of the locker room in this episode is uh, Cliffy had a mustache for November. Oh, yeah. He had a, oh, a handlebar yeah. mustache, a Hulk Hogan. And uh, it was the talk of the town. Multiple the nights. sheriff. He really, really wanted people to call him the sheriff. Well, honestly, did. I would love that as a nickname for Clifton. Like he lays someone out and be like the sheriff. Because like we got Chuck as the uh, Charlie Coyle as the mayor. Yep. He's the mayor of Weymouth. Uh-huh. And then Wagner was the mayor of Walpole. So I would love the sheriff. Like, that'd be great. But at the same time, it's like he's Cliffy. He's it's Cliffy hockey. Like He's Cliffy. He, he already has one. It's kind of like, well, that would have worked. If he the, just always had the mustache, sure. But like he had it for like two weeks and then gave up on it. He really, really wanted to be the sheriff. Somebody, I think it was Freddie, was like, you look like you're going to ask for my license and registration. Uh, Chucky followed up with, you better have 25 penalty minutes tonight or you have to shave that. Uh, Fliggy with the laugh out loud Jim in the office moment where he, he looks at Clifton, Clifton in the eyes and goes, I think you look handsome. And then walks past him, looks at the camera and gives the big eyes like, you know, <laughs> holy shit eyes. Yeah, that one genuinely got me laughing out loud. Like most of the time you kind of just, it's like nose through the air, but that one really got me. It was just, if. It was so fluid. And I believed him. He was like, I think you look handsome. Me and too. I, at, and then he looked at the camera. He was like, mm. Jesus. Jesus. But like, I thought he was being nice. I was like, oh, there's there's Uncle Nick just being nice. He's like, hey, I think you look handsome. Jesus. Holy <laughs> shit. He's really walking out like that. Uh, uh, the other big thing, Marshy in the tunnel is probably the best thing on the planet. If oh, you have bumping in everybody and bumping in everybody falling over, yelling, uh. <laughs> just yelling at God. He just he's got a mouth. He's got a mouth. He's so good. Um, and and his trash talk on the ice is so concise and so good. Like somebody shoved Bergeron and he goes up and and like just like cocks his head at him and he goes, Who are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to tell you why this is not a good idea? Or like you, you're you not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Like, who are you kidding? You're gonna take on Bergeron. Yeah, that's yeah, that's gonna go well, man. 
Uh, I love when he talks to the refs. It's always so good. Like when he's just like, I changed. I'm going for the Lady Bing this year. Like, can you imagine a scenario where Brad Marchand won the Lady Bing? That was that was the quote of the of the whole episode. I think is him saying that to the ref, like skating back. He's like, I'm good. I'm not fighting with him. I've changed. I'm I'm going for the Lady Bing. So yeah, he like good. shoved somebody at the face off, like dot, like off on the peripheral. Mm. And it was like, and he was just like, what? And like he just kind of like gave like it's fine. I'm like me, don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> I didn't do anything. Like, um, I mean. I, I I I think we, I don't think we talked about this off the podcast. I it's you forget how much he's changed on the ice. Yeah. Until you go back, like I watched. There's like so many videos. Like I think it's like ten minutes of Brad Marchand being a rat. And I was just like watching through Bruins videos. So I threw it on in like two minutes, and I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm like the amount, and like, and it was wasn't even like, oh, this was before my time. It was like two years into me watching hockey, and I was like, oh, it's Brad. But I'm like, oh my god, like. I, I get it. Like, I get why people to this day hate him. But yeah. he, he, he just isn't that guy anymore. He just really isn't. Like, no, no, he's not. And that's why it's easy to forget. And it's it's easy to like shove off the hate sometimes and be like, oh my God, come on, you guys. He's not that bad. Yeah, I guess. If, yeah, if you go back, because I did go back after you bad. sent me that text and I watched a similar video and was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this one. Forgot about that one. Oh yeah, like, he did do that, didn't he? Like the Marcus Johansson, like jumping, flying elbow to his temple. Yeah. Even when it happened, I remember being like, what? No, he was getting out of the way. But now I'm like, that could not be more obvious that he was just <laughs> fully trying to elbow him in the head. But yeah. Uh, but again, I, like he just decided it's like, oh, well, if I subtract the amount of time I spend doing that and suspend it as a result and just focus on being the best left winger in the world. I'm really good at hockey and I win a lot of games. So this let's just do that thing. instead, which is like so funny. Cause like, if you hate him, the second worst thing, or I should say the best thing for you is if he just leaves and probably the, one of the worst things he could do other than just continuing to be a piece of shit is to stop that. But then also being one of the best players in the league, you're like, well, fuck you. Now I hate you, but for like a different reason. Yeah. I think that's what we jumped to. We're like, Oh, you hate him. Cause he's good. Like, oh, well, yeah, it was no, always the go-to. Like you, my go-to. It's always you want him on your team, though, which was always kind of true. Yeah. Like now more than ever, but like, but yeah, it was just my dad brought up a point that I can't believe I didn't think of, and I haven't heard anybody else say. And I want your thought on it because it's still giving me a good. I'm intrigued. Bergeron retires at the end of this year. Oh, right? I know where this is going. <laughs> Captain Every... Brad Marshan. Captain Brad Marshan. It's, 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 it's him not or crazy. Chuck. It's him or Chuck. And I think between the two of them, Marshan gets it. And Mar it would only be for like two years, right? Like Marshy's one, one to two. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Marshy's 34, 33. <laughs> like it's it's not crazy, dude. Like Absolutely we might have not. Captain Marshan next year. <laughs> I the world will burn. Like buy, like I I will buy a Brad Marchand captain jersey and yes. I will sleep in it every single night of my life. Oh I my did God. I did yeah. impulse buy. Uh, I've been giving so much money to the pro shop recently, mm -hmm. so I bought the Bergeron retro. Yep, and then I bought a new Winter Classic hat, mm -hmm. and I bought the new Pooh Bear hat, and there's another hat I want to get, and then I impulse bought. Uh, the Winter Classic jersey, we, which we should also talk about. I'd like to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. And so I have a positive jersey. I have a Bergeron, and I need a Marshan. So I got a Marshan one. Very, very excited about it. Uh, I tweeted from the account 
the day it was the day of or the day i think it was the day of it was announced it was the carolina game it was the day of it was friday yeah i when i went to the pro shop for the game because i just go there almost every game just to kill some time and they had it on display and uh, like we we've talked about this before like you can show me a picture of the top half of a jersey until like i see it either like i guess in person or in the full uniform and on the ice like i don't really know how i feel about it like for example florida's reverse retro like the baby blues love them on the ice awful hated them really like did not like them at all nope uh the calgary ones i sent you the thirds with the horse i love those jerseys so much like the full uniform looks so good i think calgary quietly has some of the best jerseys in the league even just the the flaming sea looks so cool they're so good and like that really solid red with white it looks great big fan of that but but being at the pro shop and seeing the jersey in person i can confirm it looked really really good it looks old it looks like you pulled it out of an attic and i mean that in kind of a good way yeah like it looks supposed to be yeah like it looks it looks faded it's like an off-white but like kind of lost some sharpness like even the meth bear logo is not as sharp as it usually is Mm. and uh when they showed bergeron in the full getup the gold socks bring them back. back oh they're my back. god i love the gold socks so much more than the black socks and then the gold gloves i have a i have a thing about the gold gloves oh oh, oh. go ahead i wish the end of the sleeve was black because so the gold like in, yeah the gold into a different shade of gold i don't love i don't I do. love i love they're it. two different shades of gold i don't think i've ever seen them wear anything other than Blood. Do they wear black gloves when they're away too? I feel like I only yeah. ever see them wearing black gloves. Yeah, I'm trying to. Think. I think that's why it's just sticking out to me. I'm like, I'm just not. I don't think I've ever seen them wear gold gloves like that the before. 2010 Winter Classic. Did they wear? Also, I'm, wear I black. also tweeted that they added an ad to a jersey they don't wear anymore, forgetting that they still wear the third Bruins jerseys. I just forgot. They do still wear the third. It just never. They they wore it against Detroit. That was Marchand's game back because I was watching behind the B, and it was like the first game they show, and it was like hour. It was like within the same day of me tweeting that, and I was like, ah, fuck, like I'm the fool. Trying to look here, I don't. I'm looking at their other Winter Classics, thinking maybe they wore something other than black gloves. I don't. Their first Winter Classic kind of sucked. Oh, I like Comic Sans B. Not. I don't like it at all. Other than that, I've liked the ones. Is this their fourth winter classic? Third or fourth? I think this is their fourth. No, fourth. Yeah, because they played they played Chicago. The originally Flyers, Montreal, Chicago. I, they played Chicago, right? No, I don't remember. I don't remember either. It's too much. That, the fact that we can't recall all of them is indicative of how often the Bruins get selected. They have the they have the yellow one with the, the comic sans B. Yep. They have the one with the full bear. That says Boston Bruins on it. Yep. And then they have the white one with the big like block letter B. Yeah, those ones you forget about. You don't see a lot of those. Not many people don't really wear those ones. Yeah. That was the that was the most recent one too. That was uh nineteen. Okay. That's Notre Dame. Because yes. I remember I remember that's how I found out where Notre Dame is. Cause I was like, oh cool, I'm gonna go. No, you're not. And then I looked up how far of a drive it is, and I was like, why is this telling me Indiana? <laughs> I don't know why I just assumed like it's a Catholic school. It you know, I fighting Irish got the Indiana. Clover. I was like, that's gotta be Boston, Massachusetts. 
Nope, not close, dude. It's always weird when you like stuff like that happens. You're like, that's where that is. I'm from New Hampshire. I've been to Dartmouth. And I didn't know Dartmouth was in Dartmouth, New Hampshire. That's where it is. I didn't know. I don't know where I thought it was. But like I was I was like, yeah, it's well, New Hampshire's Ivy League. I'm like, we have an Ivy League? I'm like, yeah, Dartmouth. What? I'm like, what? And I was like, in college. It wasn't even young. And I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, it was Dartmouth. It's like, holy shit, I'm stupid. I just found out this year's Fen- this year's classic is at some place called Fenway Park. I guess that's in Boston. So I'm pretty Did excited for city? that. But I think I gotta double check, but I'm pretty sure it's Boston Mass. Yeah. Like the one where um the one where you live. The same the very same. I think it is. I don't know shit. One time I, I, I didn't know where I think it was Yosemite. I was like, where's Yosemite Park exactly? So I Googled it and Google's response was the United States. <laughs> uh, gotcha. I was like, all right, you're just you're being a smart. It's also ass. in like five states, I think. I think Yosemite. I think it's like, Wyoming predominantly. It's like Wyoming, Utah, Montana, Idaho. I uh, see Ovechkin broke Ove- uh, Gretzky's record for away goals. Yeah, that the NHL notification. It took me a minute to read it correctly. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah, because I got to find the way it was worded. I, I had to read it three times. I was like, what are you saying? He did it in 90 less games, too. Because Gretzky had 402 away goals in 742 away games. Okay, here's how they worded it. Alex Ovechkin's course is 403rd goal on the road. Passing Wayne Gretzky for the most in NHL history. Yeah, that's a weird. That's not precise enough. It it sounds like he scored his 403rd goal while he was on the road, and that's the most in NHL history. Like 403 goals is certainly not the. (laughs) Someone's talking about like. Yeah. So you hear about uh, Latang? I just saw he's sidelined. Why is that? He had a stroke. (gasps) Oh. He had his second stroke. He had one eight years ago, and they said this one's not as severe as that one was, uh, but like, still, that's like fucking pretty horrifying. Like, he is Jesus. not, he's young. Like, wow. All right. They said it, they said uh, the Penguins say his condition is not believed to be career threatening. The, the condition like, that gives him strokes? What? Multiple just, strokes? Ha- having had a stroke, no, he'll be fine. I'm not worried. He's good. He'll be back. He reported symptoms to the training staff on Monday and was immediately taken to the hospital for testing. The test results were shocking to hear, but we're grateful that Chris is doing well. So he had a stroke and then like didn't realize it for a day or so. Like, Jesus. I mean, he'll be all right. I mean, people have literally, uh, who uh, Peverly died on the bench. Yeah. And then he was resuscitated. And the first thing he said is how much time is left in the period. classic i don't know if i've ever loved anything that much i know i have not no i'm honestly just going through the top host of the hockey subreddit and i'm super fucking annoyed because one of the top hosts is the jack edwards rant yeah i mean that's just stupid it's stupid i'm over it i don't love it all right well i think that's gonna do it for this episode of uh, <laughs> no, that was even a joke. I really started coughing there. My voice hurts so much. Well, we'll when are we going to be back? When are we back? Uh, they play Saturday. Saturday. I don't want to say game of the year, but my most anticipated game, but when the schedule came out, is this upcoming game Saturday, home ice against the reigning champs, the Colorado Avalanche. 
We're playing Kadri. Yep. No, we're not. He's not in Colorado anymore. No, he's not. He's in that's uh, a lie. Calgary. Yep. He is. That was a test. And if that, you notice, I was wrong. You passed. Uh, but I'm super excited for that game. So I, I I'm happy to record that evening. Uh, and if I'm not feeling, I don't think I'm going to go to that game, which is a sh- real fucking shame because I really want to. Uh, but I, the way I'm trending, I don't know if I'll be up for being in that public of a space by Saturday. I think I'm going to um, be, um, I'm going to be across the old country. I was going to, I was going to abbreviate that. Was, that. Uh, <laughs> even, <laughs> that was close. Cunch. Uh, can we say cunch? I'm going to no, be across just, the country. We cunch. can say country. Like, <laughs> We can, we can, we can afford a second syllable. (laughs) And uh, so that being said, I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll, be busy. We'll find a time time to get in there. No, I'm not busy. What are you talking about? Um, We'll be, we'll be back with uh, just coverage of that game. Cause I mean that trying to squeeze in anything more than that game feels silly. Yeah, it's it's they play on Monday night as well. So if we don't do Saturday night, we probably I could do it anytime Sunday. Because then right. they play the, the upcoming schedule's nuts. Colorado, oh. Vegas, Colorado, Coyotes, Vegas, Islanders, Kings. Yeah, like they, the they got a gauntlet to go through right now. They are in the middle of their toughest stretch of the whole season. Yeah, and that's all within the span of like eight days. Dude, I'll I just realized I just realized I'm gonna watch this game on the plane, which is very exciting. Actually, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like I it's going to I mean, it's going to eat up three hours of a seven hour flight. So I'm like very excited about that. Um, Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it uh, Saturday night. We'll catch you guys and we'll, uh, you know. You know, they're playing at 7 p.m., right? Yeah. What time are you flying? I leave at five out of Boston. Oh, that's terrible. Well, I gained three hours back. So it's really only I get there at like don't nine. get me started on time. It's all bullshit. I get there at 9 p.m. local time. So it I actually might be it. a while. You might be up late if you're you're trying to record. I mean, we could just do it Sunday too. That's fine. All right. Regardless. Oh, okay. Either way. Yeah, we we do also prefer doing one episode for one game because it, yeah. it does kind of suck when we we lose some of the the smaller stuff. Yeah. Unless they but lose it, this game, in which case we will not do it. We won't even mention it. Like, Didn't happen. All right. Godspeed. I can't do the bear with me. I can't extend my voice for that long. It right. feels like. It feels like. Uh, but okay. Bye.